This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Friends. How many of us have them? How many of us have them? Come on, man. With the friends. Yeah, hey, I was about to harmonize with you. You know what I'm saying? That's a real I don't situation. Know the rest of the words. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah, all yeah. you need. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, BJ Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hey everyone, how you doing? This is John Parker. I am the co-host of the Build a Better Us podcast. As always, I'm here with that man, BJ Thompson, who's always buzzing, always popping, always got it cracking. That's why he's the CEO, the owner, the founder, the co-founder, the man behind Build a Better Us. Sir, how you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm glad to be here with you. I mean, it's, it's always a pleasure. It is always, it's a, always pleasure. a pleasure. It's not cliche, man. That's how we do it. So today, we're kind of doing a follow-up to a previous episode, and we're talking about unrealistic expectations. Last time, we talked about relationships and mm-hmm. coupling up and marriage and all of that. But this time we want to talk about friends. Yeah. Friends. How many of us have them? How many of us have them? Come on, man. With the friends. Yeah, hey, I was about to harmonize with you. You know what I'm saying? That's the real I don't situation. Know the rest of the words. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. all you need. All you need is a hook. It's like when you're at the uh, event and they play that uh, 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 Toronto. Jump on it. Yeah, yeah, man. If they play too much of it, it's like, hey, bro, come on, dog. The whole five <laughs> minutes, man. All I need is a good two minutes. I need to turn around a couple of times, be and called to jump on it. Right, that's it. Just jump <laughs> on it one time and I'm out. But you want to play the whole song. <laughs> so you stopped at a good place. I digress. So yeah. we we trying to help people understand what it really looks like to be a friend, yeah. to have a friend. Yeah. How friendships grow over time. Yeah. And sometimes they fade away. They're not always what you expect them to be. And unfortunately, people can't always be what we want them to be. Yeah, that's probably the most shocking thing about adulthood yeah. is that... Um, yeah, friendships change and they're consistently changing mm-hmm. and you change. True. You know, I I know people who still are trying to be friends with the people they were friends with in <laughs> high school and elementary. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's challenging, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's an interesting dynamic. Bro, so. I mean, it's it's one of those things where depending on family size, family origin issues, whether you're a single or only child, whether you come from a big family, people put a lot of emphasis on friendships, in which they should in some cases, but then sometimes they don't understand because people, there's no class in this. You don't learn this in high school, yeah, junior yeah. high, college. It's not a friend's class, right? That's why we're here. But people don't understand that you could have been best buddies, blood brothers, you know, could spit on your hand, cut your hand and bleed together. Did people still do that? Or is that just... Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I saying, hope nobody's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things going out, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. blood brothers, yeah. just by name only. I hope uh, not. <laughs> I hope not. I don't, don't even understand why they did it. Maybe that was a First Nations thing. I feel like yeah. I've seen that on TV. You like, have seen it on TV. Okay. We're yeah. going to cut hands. Yeah, yeah. We're going to shake cut hands. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, bro. I don't want that. Whatever you got, you can keep that, bro. I just want to hang out with you sometimes on the weekends. But now, nah, for real, like people, 
they you want to hold on to friendship because friendships mean a lot. Yeah. Right. And I and I run into it all the time in my private practice where people are distraught mm-hmm. because of the friends they had when they were in elementary school, something happens one day and they're not tight no more. Right. Yeah. And it's a big thing and it's a real thing. So yeah. I'm not minimizing the effect of or how someone disappearing from your life can affect you. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, man, we gotta understand you gotta grow when you go. Yeah. You know, as cliche as it may sound. Man, I um yo, I got an interesting story about this. Man, I'm a I love having friends. Mm-hmm. Man, I've always been like that. Friendly guy. I'm a friendly yeah, guy. Talking about. Yeah, I've always yeah. loved having friends. And yeah, I've always just really drawn near to people in proximity that I felt like cared for and valued me. Mm-hmm. But not a ton of people, just mm-hmm. a, a handful of people. Yeah. And man, I can think about some some friendships that I've had over time, you know, inspired me and challenged me. And man, it was there were years where, you know, almost abrupt way, you just start realizing like, man, this isn't good. Yeah. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm realizing this isn't good. And I tell you one thing that's probably the most challenging thing is when you've grown in affection towards somebody and you've gone through ups and downs yeah. and changes and, you know, you really love this person and, you know, you guys are familiar with each other's family yeah. and story. Man, it's probably one of the most devastating times in my life of having to let go of intentionally letting go of close friends and feeling like, man, I'm somebody died. Something died in my life. And I don't know how I'm going to get it back. And so, yeah, I I, I just think of friends like that. And again, it's it's not that we're not friends now, but the level of intimacy that we Mm -hmm. shared Mm -hmm. is just, we're unable to do that because of the season that I'm in, right? It's that, that whole thing of it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. I've, I feel like I've gone through enough changes as a person that I really want to hold on to this thing. Mm-hmm. But I can't because I kind of know it doesn't, it isn't where I need to be. So, yeah, what what have been some of your experiences with friendships? And- yeah. I mean, for me, uh, uh- as I was kind of alluding to before, depending on how you grow up and how many friends you have and what that looks like in life or whatever, I was the only child. So for me, friends were a big deal. Oh, wow. Um, and so I- Yeah. Did you have an imaginary friend? I, I feel like I did because it was kind of the cool thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think in our age growing blanky, up- Blanky, imaginary friend. I didn't yeah. have a blanky. It was just like- Only children kind of tend to do that. Oh, I see what you said. Nah, yeah, you yeah. hater. Nah, yeah, man. I'm with a weird kid, bro. Like affirmation. <laughs> hey, yeah, I affirmed myself. So I knew I was blanky. the man. Yeah. I was the man. So yeah. there was no blankies involved. Gotcha. It was just being a real G. <laughs> gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I had, uh, well, I won't incriminate Yo, myself. Yo, what was that show? That was a, that was a movie that uh, came out. Was it Fred? Someone oh, had, uh, uh, what the, the dude, the little monsters underneath the. Uh, somebody yeah. had an invisible friend. There's a uh-huh. movie about that, and this girl had an invisible friend. Uh-huh. Friend, friend would just show up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I think I, I can't think of the name now. Oh, drop man. dead friend. Drop dead friend. Yeah, drop yeah, yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, bro, try to play me, bro. I, I had real friends. I didn't have a blanket. I did play games by myself and beat myself. But I think for me, it was just the idea that. I, I wanted a puppy more than I wanted, you know what I'm saying, an imaginary friend. I was like, can I just get a dog, bro? Can I, I fish is cool and everything, but you can't really play with fish, man. Like, can I, fish are cool. Let me get my proper grammar on. But not nah, for me, it was um, growing up in Southern California, originally from East St. Louis, Illinois, all my family being in Illinois, seeing some of my cousins in the summer, maybe in the winter when I go back home, sometimes they come out to visit. 
So if I had a friend and you was truly my friend, it's ride or die. Yeah. You know, and plus I grew up in, you know, outside of LA. So it's, you know, it's that culture, right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's loyal, loyal to the soil, right? Yeah, yeah you got loyal, loyal soul, right? Yeah. Loyal soul. So I consistently, for me though, it was just loss after loss after loss. Mm. And so that kind of fueled for me as time went on, how I was about friendship. The first time a friend left my life, I was probably about 12. 11 or 12 best friends for several years he just comes to the house one day with a i feel like i didn't tell you the story already no No, okay all right he just it sounds sad yeah it's 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 all the way sad bro yeah yeah. he come to the crib with a game boy his game boy and a bunch of games they're like oh cool we about to play he's like nah man i gotta go i was like what what you mean you gotta go Uh, i'm about to i'm moving i'm moving to 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 arkansas with my dad i was like what you mean bro like wait 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 we was just it was all good about a week ago. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? What's happening right now? So he just come day up, right? Got the Game Boy, giving me games. It's like parting gifts. Like, bro, you about to die? Like, what's happening right no. now, right? So Trayvon Watson, that was my dude. So if you listen, if somebody know Trayvon Watson, they used to live in- uh, Shout out to Trayvon. You know what I'm saying? Magnolia, Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me, man. But uh, so basically, you know, that kind of was like the biggest pull and devastation, right? Yeah. Before that, it was just issues of just moving. So you go to one school, then you move, then you go to another school. So I think by high school, I probably went to two different elementary schools. I went to the same elementary school for a while, then junior high, and then high school, right? So it was just some people always tugging and, and coming and going. But Trayvon was a staple. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then after that, everybody I knew up until ninth grade, I, I, I left because I went to a different high school, 10th grade, right? In a whole nother different city. And so it was just always that tension of like, how tightly do I hold on to relationships? Yeah. And so what happened is my biggest issue with friendship happened when I became a Christian. So the the church that I joined, you know, some may say it's a cult, some may not, just depending on how you look at things, right? I was taught at that institution that all these evil sinners weren't people that you needed to hang out with and you need to be inwardly focused on these people that are here. Yeah. You know, they didn't say inwardly focused and have proper language for it, but it was all about what the people, the people that were inside those four walls were the most important people and everybody else was evil and a sinner. Hmm. And unless they come here with you on Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday, they ain't talking about nothing. That's good. I think that's a great point, that hmm. there's a subtle message about friendships that says that anything that can sometimes happen unconsciously in mm-hmm. the faith community mm-hmm. that says that anything or anyone that's outside of what we're doing mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. should not have the type of priority yeah. Come on. in your life. Yeah. And I don't think it's just something for young college students. I think we kind of tell adults that. Yeah. I think some of the well-meaning intentions of the way we try to create a local mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. Membership yeah. is around that. Yeah. And, and and what I think the challenge, though, is we're not explicitly re-communicating to you how to develop friendships. Right, right. We're telling you what happened during a duration of your life prior to this, mm-hmm. which is just cluster. Yeah. Just cluster, yeah. right? Because I that's how I gained out my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends came from first period. Right, right, right. My friends came because they lived next door. Yeah. My friends came because we was in the same class. Yeah. And so I was clustered into friendship. I never learned how to develop friendships. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting to hear you say that about a faith community, though. Mm-hmm. I think unconsciously, faith communities do the same thing. Yeah. They tell you how to cluster, yeah. but they don't tell you about those things. And, and I guess some of the ways that I've seen in life coaching people struggle is when they can't cluster. Mm-hmm. When they yeah. move to a new place. Yeah. They just got married, yeah. had children, mm-hmm. and things are not the same anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And they just can't quickly cluster anywhere. Yeah. 
And they feel completely isolated, left mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. changed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you think yeah. about that, man? What do you... I mean, I, I do believe, yes, that um, depending on where you are, I think some people do it. Some places, some institutions probably do it better than others. Like if the model is do life or, or do ministry where life exists, then they're trying to be intentional. But then is it intentional about authentic relationships or is it just to bring them to the church, right? So that's a whole another argument. Are you building authentic friendships and relationships with people or is the underlying goal, <laughs> there we go. right, just to bring them into the fold, right? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So I think that, yeah, in that situation, dudes that I was living life with for the first three years of my college experience. My dudes, like, fighting, sipping, kicking it, hollering at chicks, everything we was doing, that a day one, ace one, you know what I mean? Not day one, but in a, in a college sense. You know, your freshman yeah. and life starts over. Yeah. These yeah. are my A1s, right? They are right? day one. That right. is day one. Right, that's day one, right? That is day one. So with them, it goes from we kicking it every single day to slowly stepping away because I'm at this institution. This institution saying they're no, they're no good for yeah. you, right? So what happens is then you lose that relationship with those people. You're no longer influencers in their life. You're no longer friends. You're no longer tight. So when stuff happens, you you don't know and they're not coming to you, right? Mm-hmm. And not only that, they feeling slighted and they're feeling like this new friend group that you have, this people pulls group, is, right? Yeah. That pulls you away. So then they're going to have angst against that. So then you lose even the ability to be a witness if it's what it's about. Because if you're not around people and they're not your partners, how are you going to tell them about this new thing you done found? This yeah. amazing lifestyle, this, wow. this way to change things, wow. right? But you're like, no, hey, I'm shunning y'all because yeah. y'all do evil stuff. And if you want to do right stuff, come holler at me. Wow. You know, or I just come at you and have my nose up in the air or make you feel a certain way or, you know what I'm saying? So that's not building a friendship. So before I get on the tangent, it's just, yes, I think that the faith community has yeah. to do a better job of helping people build authentic relationships that yeah. aren't just about being a part of the flock. Yeah. I don't, And I don't think it's on purpose. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that, that you realize the older you get is the need to have skills that allow you to grow friendships. It's easy to shed friendships over time. It's hard to build healthy friendships right where you at, right? And that's what I realized, like the older I get, it's easy to shed dysfunctional friendships. It's just easy, right? But it's more challenging and requires skill to develop healthy friendships right where you at. And so, yeah, I think, go ahead. No, I was just thinking, and that's the issue, right? So what happens in, in faith communities, and this ain't dog faith community today, but it's just one yeah. of those things where it's, yeah. faith community should be able to say, hey, we're going to build you up in such a way where those people that you kicked it with, you know when to get in and when to get out. Hmm. I can kick it with you here, can't go to the strip club. I can do this, I can't do that. So that you still build that authentic Good. friendship and you're still wow. going with people so that you can still be in their lives, so that you can still love them, so they can see, see that you still care about them, bow, right? Bow, 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 right? Bow. For real. Without it being isolation. Without so wait, being... that's supposed to help you grow mm. and not just in assimilating to the local service, yeah. but that's supposed to help you mature into manhood and womanhood. Yeah. So that your discernment yeah. about life begins yeah. to grow. And you can maintain these relationships <laughs> without feeling like, oh my God, I'm about to fall into and put my faith because I went to such and such. I did No, bro. Like, imagine that, bro. What a novel concept, That's right? Good. To grow, right? To grow. To grow. The Build a Better Us podcast. Come on, man. What, C. John Roy? Right, right, yeah, right. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah, you need some help with that yeah. at BJ116. That's what I'm saying, man. And we'll make sure we help you. Yeah, yeah man, I, I, I like to switch gears just a little yeah. bit. So you're bringing up an interesting point about how friendships, you know, they do change. And sometimes we walk away. Yeah. And and what my experience has been, I've walked away from friendships, not because I per se had these specific mm-hmm. languages. Mm-hmm. I just kind of saw, you know what? 
there's things in my life that are not growing mm-hmm. that are values for me yeah. right now. Yeah. So if it's my academics, mm-hmm. man, I can't stay in this friendship because academically yeah. I can't grow yeah. with you as a friend. Yeah. Or man, because my spiritual life is suffering. Man, mm-hmm. I can't stay in this friendship mm-hmm. the way I am mm-hmm. because of those things. And what I hear you saying is part of the responsibility for those who have your trust as adults yeah. in a faith community is to teach you how to know when you can and should engage people mm-hmm. based off of discernment mm-hmm. so that you don't sever ties within every new relationship yeah. that doesn't look like that. Yeah, yeah. And, wow. and old ones, right? You know what I'm saying? And, it, and the key word you mentioned is discernment, right? So in faith communities, oftentimes the problem becomes they have some random model of what's supposed to work, Right. Based on maybe their own personal experience, or something or, they just learned, or something they just, just read learned. a new book. Somebody put a book just out, just right? A There's book. a pamphlet that they just, just got, a new book. right? Friends yeah. 101. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Evil sinners go away, right? So I think that if it's about maturity, it's one. Yeah, sometimes you recognize and realize, like, yo, I we just this ain't it no more. Yeah, right. This is like, yeah, you still want to turn up, bro? I'm I'm X Y Z years old. I got these responsibilities. I got blah blah blah, bro. I just I every night, my every night, yeah, my dude, every night, bro, yeah. Come on, man. We need to figure these yeah. these things out. Or, you know, you're encouraging me to do things that aren't healthy for my marriage. Da, 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 da. Or if you're single, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, there's a time that people grow apart and it's okay, right? Even if you're believers, even if you have same, same things in common. But I think the issue is that oftentimes people have the wrong expectations of what friendship looks like as an adult, as a believer, as a whatever, whatever word you want to add after yeah. that or before yeah. that, right? And if you don't have a realistic expectation of what life looks like for an adult, and to adult well and to be friends well, yeah. you'll be blown away. You'll be sad. You'll be distraught. You'll be destroyed. Listen, let's talk about that. I, I think the the fact that you're hitting on this, our audience is challenging. You know, we live in a social construct yeah, yeah. that makes friendship something you can just click the button. Come on. Follow and follow. Yeah. yeah. And if you are a Bible believer, before... You know, certain things came into the world according to the narrative of, mm. of scripture. It says that Adam was given his garden. He was friends with God one to one, had unlimited resources mm. at his disposal, could live anywhere he wanted to, eat what he wanted to, do what he wanted to. And then God looked at him and said, It's not good for him to be alone. Mm. And I think one of the the aha moments for me is like, no matter how great your job is going, no mm-hmm. matter how great your relationship with God is, yeah. no matter how many resources you have, you need friends. Yeah, got to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you need friends that help you experience four things. One, that hear you. Mm-hmm. Hearing not just your words, but the intent right. that you're trying to your convey. Heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two, they see you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, being seen is when someone can observe things about you that are at the depths of, of who your being is, mm-hmm. not necessarily what your outward appearance mm-hmm. may be conveying, mm-hmm. right? Three, where you can be known, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is where you belong. You are like, no, we, we have your narrative, your story, your experiences. We feel you, we see you, touch you. And last thing is, you need friends where you can belong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really makes a friendship amazing is that when I'm seen and I'm heard and I'm known and I belong, it satisfies something deep within your soul and it empowers you to go to exponential heights mm-hmm. on your journey. Yeah. What you think about that? 
I mean, I'm, again, I said it the last time. I'm trying not to be the pessimistic. You know what I'm saying? Glass half full, glass half empty. Just who who drunk my glass? Um, it's just yeah. I think that that's it, man. Like I try not to make when I talk to people about friends and friendship and and what it should look like. I, I give three categories too, right? So one yeah. is you have some people that you just pour into, and they have nothing that they can offer you. Sometimes, I'm in, right? I'm in tea. right? Sometimes you have people that just pour into you because you need to sit at somebody's feet or whatever the case may be. And then sometimes you have a little bit of both in some people, right? And it's about a proper balance of all of that. Um, because, you know, people come off, oh man, this guy, all he does is blah, blah, blah. Well, hey man, maybe you're more mature in that situation. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have more game than that person does. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes you just need to be that that rock that they can come to and pull from and, and you can pour into them and help them understand. And then that just means you need to have more energizers in your life. You have all of these things, all these people, all these relationships that are sucking the energy out of you. Good. You need to also have relationships that are going to energize you. Talk or, talk to us about that, man. We we don't know what those are. Oh, As an yeah. adult, talk yeah. to us about that with kids and mm-hmm. work. Come on. How do you how do you begin to even do that? It's me time, man. It's when you have time for self and self being built up. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not selfish self. It's not like, hey, I'm just going to, I got three kids crying and, and my spouse needs help and I'm just going to bounce, right? Please don't do that if right. the kids is crying. <laughs> don't go and just bounce. Nobody leaves, right? But self-care, when done right, allows for responsibilities to be taken care of, bills getting paid, life is, is well, but it's about having that time to recharge and energize. Hmm. And so when you have a busy schedule, when you got kids, or you can be single, you know, and still just have a lot of energy that's being expelled yeah. and you're not having a lot of recharge time. Yeah. You know what I mean? When your batteries are done, they're done. Yeah. And when you're tired, you can't even think rationally, and let alone deal with your emotions. Yeah. So rest and relaxation and self-care is a good part of friendship. Like having somebody you can go kick it with, you can that's go good. watch a game with, you can chill that's with, good. you can go climb a mountain together. Y'all can just sit back and talk, play some cards, whatever. Yeah. Like that has to happen. Yeah. But the problem with, again, with becoming an adult, you feel like I have too many responsibilities. So when you were in college, when you were a kid, you had all the time to play, all the time to kick it all, whatever. But people have to be intentional about carving me time, friends time. That is it, man. Right. It is intentional and not incidental. Right. Yeah. And if there's an area of my life where I'm noticing, man, this is this is not growing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's starting to create shame within me mm-hmm. and guilt. Mm-hmm. Instead of me allowing that to persist, one of the greatest lessons I've learned is that Instead of allowing the guilt and shame to persist and then trying to cope and escape Mm -hmm. through something else, through food, Mm -hmm. through something that's enticing to Mm -hmm. me, I need to be intentional, right? Like, man, if if I feel like my friendships need some more connection, Mm -hmm. what if we just put it on the calendar that we plan to go out this day, hang from this time to this time? And what it does for you, even as a... You know, a friend group, Mm -hmm. husband, father, Mm -hmm. or wife, or whatever, it allows you to communicate your expectations in a realistic, Mm -hmm. structured way. And so Mm -hmm. what I would say is, I would encourage people to do is that you will incidentally grow in dysfunction. You can only intentionally grow into maturity. And and that's what friendships take. Friendships Mm -hmm. are just intentional Mm -hmm. acts. Mm -hmm. That connect you to life-giving people. Yeah. That's lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, a hangout time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. A few yeah. years ago, Vanja and I were talking through this. I started having these panic attacks mm-hmm. because my schedule was so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we were just underwater, man. I just felt like everything was going well. Mm-hmm. 
And I was doing terrible. Mm. And I remember calling one of my closest friends. And I said, man, I am just not doing well whatsoever. So he asked me, said, um, do you ever Sabbath? Do you have like intentional mm-hmm. takeoff? I said, well, you know, what do you mean? He's like, are you setting into your schedule yeah. a time to weekly takeoff? Yeah. And, you know, up until that time, I thought, well, I'll only do it when I feel like mm-hmm. I've hit a certain mm-hmm. place. Too late. It's too late. <laughs> too late. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. You don't realize yeah. it's too late. It's like, look, we're already over the top of the cliff. <laughs> and yeah, no yeah man, like yeah. moving forward after that conversation, my wife and I put into place, and this is just one of the practical mm-hmm. examples mm-hmm. of what people can do. I just said, hey, babe, I see that you're super busy, mm-hmm. but I want to make space. Here's what I'm going to do. This day of the week, every week, mm-hmm. I want you to leave, go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Hang out with your friends. Yeah. You don't have to. I'm not going to ask you any questions. Mm-hmm. I want to designate a time mm-hmm. intentionally mm-hmm. in space for you to get away, to recharge, yeah. to read a book, to not have to watch kids, to not have to cook a meal, yeah. to not have to do any of those things. Yeah. Right. And, you know, of course, she was excited yeah, about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But then I said, babe, well, in return, mm-hmm. would you do me this favor? Mm-hmm. Would you permit me the same grace? Yeah. To be able to do so. Yeah. And man, it, it's transformed our yeah. week. Yeah. Again, now with all that busyness that we had, yeah. now I have a set structured time mm-hmm. where whenever I want to on yeah. Fridays, yeah. JP. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever I want to on Fridays, <laughs> yeah. we can hang out. You have me switch my date night up, man. Yeah. Friday's date night, man. So yeah. Like, all right. All right. Yeah. So we can hang out yeah, yeah, yeah. without feeling guilty. Yeah. From being connected to mm-hmm. friends, so Bro, it's crazy. So as I'm listening, I'm thinking through. Okay, so there's a person that's listening, saying, "Well, I'm the I'm the friend that's the good friend, and the other people are the problem." So let me tell you one thing that that this may or may not fit the listener. Oftentimes, we get stuck in that idea of friends being when you were a little kid, mm. and after school, y'all just gonna hang out and ride bikes all day till the lights come on, right? Because that's all you had to do. You go to school during the day, get your homework done, right? Homework is done. Then you ride bikes into the sunset, right? Yeah, yeah. So people have this expectation of, man, I'm always here for you. I give, I give, and give. I do all these different things, and you're not available for me when I when I need to. It's like, yo, do you have the right expectation? You wow. just said it, bro. Like, hey, do you have a set time? Do people know ahead of time? Are you calling people at the last Hold minute? Hold on, slow down. Hold on, okay. slow down. You got to give this list uh-huh. again for our listeners. Yeah. This is potentially new for them. You're right. I would like for them to hear your <laughs> list. Listeners, if you're listening, yeah, man, make sure you get this to jot this down. Yeah, yeah, get you because pick. you're getting game right now. Right, Go right, ahead, give us right. the game. Hey, man, I'm just saying, is the time right to be trying to hang out? Right? Have you given the person an ample time? I have two children, two toddlers. I, the last minute stuff, I keep telling my friends, "Oh, you don't want to hang out with me every Friday, bro." That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So this is my time frame. If we're trying to kick it, right? And then again, having like knowing where people are in their life, hmm. right? If you you have all this freedom and this free time and you can do whatever, let's just go and go, we're going to Hawaii this weekend. All right, that must be nice. Some people don't have that flexibility. They don't have that money. So it's even in that consideration, what are the financial repercussions of hanging out, right? You want to go pop bottles and your partner's like, bro, we we on that, that cash system. I haven't already used my $22 for the month. I used it I'm on done. the first week, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bottles Come, gone. That's it, bro. We can play cards. Can I get a, a top four? <laughs> get that twist cap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. It, well, random story. Cats was on the Marta selling twist caps, bro. Bruh, on the Marta. 
It's just if you're not from Atlanta, Amarta's our public transit system. And yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're ever in the need of whatever you need. You get know, on the water. Tasers, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, get on the water. Twist yeah. caps. Your baby can read. Right, right. Yeah, whatever get on the water. You also, what do they call them things? Uh, the the When you're trying to learn a foreign language, Rosetta Stone, you oh, can yeah. find somebody selling something. On the Marta. On the Marta train. But anyway, just really evaluating. You're mad at everybody else. But are you, again, having the wrong expectation of what an adult friendship mm. should look like? We mm. can't just go play basketball every day, all day, like we did when we was undergrads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it was cool not to go to class in college, but I can't miss work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't not yeah. show up for certain things. Yeah. I had to be responsible. Man, that's such a good thing. I know we're about to end. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I would just say walking away, you need friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's not good for you to not have friends. Mm-hmm. Two, be intentional, not be incidental. Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. Three, Read some books about it. I think, you know, sometimes we assume certain places are just going to hand us the tools mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. You may need to read some books, yeah. right? Like yeah. on how to be a good friend. I yeah. think for some reason, we don't believe we need to be educated mm-hmm. or re-educated mm-hmm. on it yeah. based off of those things. Yeah. And four, know that friendships will carry you. Healthy friendships mm-hmm. will carry you um, swiftly into your destiny, into mm-hmm. your maturity. Your maturity. When you don't have it, you'll find yourself having to struggle much more than what you should because that's not how you were designed. You weren't designed. We run together faster, Mm -hmm. faster. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. those are the practical things I would say to the audience. For me, practical things, just two things. One is is, it's always quality over quantity as you get older. When you're young and y'all want to kick it, you want to roll 20 deep to the spot just in case it's beef. Some pop off, right? You, all the homies are there, right? Yes. As you get a little older, you realize you can't take 20 people to the to the restaurant because you know you have reservations. Yeah, we gotta so eat. We gotta That's eat. Right? 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 Yeah. So I, 20 of us, it's gonna take two hours for us to eat, bro. Like, hey, we good, right? Yeah. So you gotta understand, in certain situations, quality is what you want in friendship. Hmm. And you can't just be the life of the party all the time. You, you know, that lifestyle can't be the adoption that you take on because sometimes it's, you can have two tight, three tight, four tight, five tight people. Hmm. You might have a bunch of online, some clickers, you know what I'm saying? Some put some posts up for likes or whatever, those type of friends, but real intimate people. And we're going to get into that, you know, at some point. We got some conferences coming for y'all. We got yeah, some things coming your way. Yeah. But you just got to understand, man, quality is, is, is what's what you want as you get older. And, and the second thing is really thinking through like, who do you want in your friend circle, mm. right? And so that goes along with the quality, but sometimes we don't carefully dissect the qualities, what the person has, are they moving in the right direction? What does that person have to offer you in friendship? That may need to be another episode. Well, I, I we can call it the the, the profile of a friend. <laughs> right, right. The profile of a friend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Because um, people don't think through that. You just We just been friends for a long time. We used to be the fr- same fraternity, same sorority, live on the same block. Uh, we Kids play together. But like, yo, there's sometimes you might have to have some qualifications on who you call your partner. Wow. You know? And it's sad, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel like you just... You just can't be out here willy-nilly throwing out the friend's title um, as yeah, you get older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you need help with that, I, I'm sure if you, as you're listening, some of this may be very challenging. Mm-hmm. We'd love to meet with you one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me at BJ116. and C. John Roar, S-E-E-J-O-N-R-O-A-R. Absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to work with you um, both from a therapy and from a life coaching perspective. Because mm-hmm. um, I know sometimes these, these conversations are very challenging. Yeah. I find that people, even though they hear the right things... Mm-hmm. They still don't know where to start. Yeah. And um, oftentimes their unique life circumstances 
um, may not have been comprehensively spoken into mm-hmm. via that. So again, um, if this is resonating with you and you'd love to hear more, make sure you contact us. Mm-hmm. And so our role is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. So listen, like us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media sites you find us on. Hey, people need to know about us and we need you to help us make that mission accomplished. Absolutely. We appreciate you for listening in. Remember friends, you know, as you get older, sometimes some some folks gotta they gotta get pruned, they gotta get weeded out, and it's nothing intentional in terms of trying to hurt people's feelings. But man, if if you realize and recognize the people that you're with, the association that you have, they're not leading you in the direction of growth and development. Sometimes you gotta cut them off, man. Let them go. Cut it. Cut, cut it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. We appreciate you. Well, I'm John Parker, and as always, I'm with that man, Myth Legend. All right, BJ Thompson. This is Build a Better Us podcast. Thank you. For Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.